Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction. Online at EdgeConstructionCompany.com. Now here's your host, Sean Preble and Mike Tuick of Edge Construction. 1310 WIBA and the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction, the website edgeconstructioncompany.com. That's edgeconstructioncompany.com. Great website. We'll probably talk a little bit about some of the stuff going on on the website throughout the show. A couple of things, though, to keep in mind about edgeconstructioncompany.com. One is it is updated regularly. So if you haven't checked back recently, definitely make sure you head on over to edgeconstructioncompany.com. Also, while you're there, explore some of the links, house, Pinterest, as well as Facebook. Some really great resources sources for doing some remodeling. But thinking about doing some home remodeling, everyone at Edge Construction, Mike and the team would love to talk with you. They'd love to work with you. All you got to just pick up the phone, give them a call 636-3343. That number 636-EDGE. Mike, how you doing this week? Great, Sean. It's good to see you. Got a little color. I got tan. <laughs> I don't I, think I've I, ever uh, seen you tan before. <laughs> too busy not being tan. The, <laughs> I, I uh, dragged my wife to... Uh, not dragger. She wanted to go. Kinda, yeah, I think <laughs> she on the back of a motorcycle to uh, Wyoming and back. So beautiful. Well, that's great. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> Weather good for you the whole time. It was, and I came back, and our building didn't burn down, and you know everything <laughs> was still working. We're going okay. So, and, and for people listening, that's the yeah, importance no. of hiring the right people. <laughs> make sure when you build that team, you know that when you come back, everything's going to be uh, be where it should. Maybe, maybe they were glad to get rid of me for a, a week. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's probably more like it. the boys locked the doors. Bother Mike, yeah. he might come back. Yeah. The kiddos locked the doors and said, ah, Dad and Mom are away. No. <laughs> Stay away as long as you want. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we are going to talk about it. It's an important conversation, and, and there's the old Ronald Reagan quote, trust but verify. And we're going to talk about when it comes to hiring a contractor and working a, a, with a contractor, there are unfortunately some, some people that are intentionally bad actors. Sometimes there are those out there who simply don't know all of the, the rules and need for things like insurance and other things. Things. And as a homeowner, you definitely want to make sure you're protecting yourself and, of course, uh, protecting your property as well. So we're going to talk about that. And, Mike, just kind of an overview before we kind of start breaking into some of these specific areas. Um, as much as we talk. Hey, I, have an, I have another code for yes. you, by the way. Yeah. Uh, ignorance is bliss, but it's not a good excuse. <laughs> so, so if you're. <laughs> that, that is a good. So if you're. You know, uh, I, I, I always when I'm talking about people new in the business, I always go back and talk about myself, right? Yeah, I, I didn't know what I didn't know, and uh, I, I was less organized, didn't have a great system. Um, to be fair, people's expectations were probably lower back then. <laughs> like now, you can now you can really research, and that's a lot of what we're going to talk about and figure out what you're getting into. Um, if you're if you're going into it with um, somebody without much reputation and taking your chances, I, I'm not going to say there's anything wrong with that. That's how people like us get started a lot of times they got to start somewhere um they usually work for a little less money it might be a little more of an unpredictable result not much not much record online and things like that and that's that's all the things we're talking about the only the only other thing i really want to hit is just like from our side too a little mm. bit you know because yeah. to be fair yeah and that's and that and it's important too because and this stuff does go oftentimes 
two ways. Is it's not only good for the homeowner, but for the contractor and, and the employees as well. And, um, and before we kind of get into each one of these individual points, and as you mentioned, of course, um, there's a lot. And as as businesses grow and and things become uh, more available, your access to more information, um, things start being applied. It's important though to to kind of understand this stuff and as a homeowner to be asking the right questions because a lot of this stuff comes from um, horrible things sometimes that can happen where where somebody gets hurt or um, other type of situations. Somebody's money is nowhere to be found. Jobs don't get completed. Just as an overview of today's topic, a lot of this stuff is is just really important things that really lay the groundwork for a good relationship, for a good remodel. Well, and um, I'm, I'm going to steal a little bit of what you said before we even started. You looked at it and said, you know, um, a lot of this is just stuff people should be asking, but maybe you're, I don't know, sometimes people are too polite to ask, mm-hmm. which please don't be. Um, this is Everything we're going to talk about are, are legitimate issues that should be brought up. If I was uh, signing a contract with somebody like me or, or my kids were doing it, I'd say, okay, this is what, you know, you, we're going to talk about all this stuff and get it all out there. And, and uh, good contractors want to talk about this stuff because they're, they're usually have their ducks in a row. Uh, um, none of these are, are impossible questions for a, a good, somebody that's got the right attitude. Not only do they want to talk about it for that reason, but also because there's time and money invested in it. And it's good yeah. to know that, that people are, are, Reciprocating and wanting to know what's what you've got invested. Well, right, in. and it's and it's no fun to deal. You know, let's let's deal with this nuts and bolts stuff before um, while we're in the honeymoon phase, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. we're just you know, and I always call it like up until construction. Construction happens, and then uh, you know uh, w- the process is pretty predictable, but <laughs> not a hundred percent predictable. And and a lot of emotions get involved. We're tearing apart a, a, a house that you love and. And uh, even if you don't like your kitchen, <laughs> we're still we're still in there. Um, you, you probably do get a little sick of us, sick of the mess, sick of the noise, things like that, especially at first. So um, it's better to handle this stuff now when we're talking about the nuts and bolts and contracts and things like that. And Mike, you mentioned long, you know, how long you've been you've been doing home remodeling, how long edge construction has been in business. That is a question people should should ask about. Is is kind of what's your experience? How long have you been doing this type of work? Yeah. Um, we've we've had homeowners like every remodeler that sort of run the gamut ones that are very trusting and go um they think the best of people and then we've and either way is fine by the way it's it's okay i sort of feel a little it like uh i would not be that like i'd want i'd want some that trust but verify thing Mm -hmm. um and it's very hard to verify uh contractors that haven't been around for very long don't have a track record online um yeah, we deal with the same thing with uh, uh, people that we want to hire. Uh, a lot of times, where people people are coming in from out of state, um, looking for jobs, you can't verify anything. It oftentimes doesn't work out like you hoped because um, people paint a little different picture than what it, what it was meant to be. So that 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 deal where how long have you been in business? If you've been around twenty five or thirty years, trying not to date myself, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, there. If you have been naughty, there's going to be evidence online. It's not going to be hard to find, um, and it tends to be uh, serial naughtiness. Let's yeah. say <laughs> um, it's a culture of okay, we're not going to finish jobs, or we're going to be tough to deal with, or maybe our maybe our people don't uh, 
handle things the way that we in in, in the right way or, or something like that. I don't know what it's going to be, but all that kind of stuff. And we've talked in the past, and, and I don't know if we've we've brought this up recently, but there have been situations where you've been brought in after there was a project that was started and a contractor was suddenly nowhere to be found, and people were because of some of this upfront stuff that wasn't covered, um, they're looking around to try and find a contractor to step in and finished unfinished work, which can add a whole other layer of complexity to a project. We have it. It's, it's very tough um, from our standpoint. I, I feel for any homeowner that is is involved in this process and the relationship falls apart. Um, we've, we've had that happen dur- dur- before we started, like in the design process where we realized, hey, you know what, we just don't sometimes like each other. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I remember one time just saying, you know, I just don't feel like this is going to work out. And and uh, the the guy just, the homeowner said, oh, I'm so glad you said something. He said, I, I felt bad because we got this far. And I'm like, no, I'd rather do, you know, part ways now. They're nice people. It just wasn't a good match. Um, I just couldn't say the right things at the right time. I don't, I don't think. It's just how I felt. Mm-hmm. And uh, homeowner probably felt the same way so it's much better if it gets handled up front uh, it when when that relationship has fallen apart um and i know we're probably going to get to this the ones that we most often run into are where it's a uh, it's a they sent a contract that didn't have a firm number it's sort of a moving target and all of a sudden this number is going up 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 and you're 20 30 50 percent over budget and they realize that it's just spinning out of control and homeowners don't know what to do um now you're coming to me right or another contractor like i am and saying hey well i i gotta get out of this will you take it over boy that's such a tough spot because i'm going you know well i you know we, we didn't build that relationship for months through design and things we're sort of jumping in after the fact we have helped a couple of people out like that um there's there's other ways to handle that too uh if i'm probably going to knock off things on the list without knowing it but (laughs) if if uh if they belong to the builders associations a lot of times those associations will get in and help mediate this thing because the best solution is you figure out a solution and and finish with your original contractor um now somebody's being unethical and um you find out some of these other things, not to pay their bills. I don't know what it is. Uh, you, you know, you you really got in the in the wrong area here. Need to get out. Need to stop. I, I still go to the builders association, I, even if they're not members. By the way, mm-hmm. the builders association. We don't want, and I'm going to say we because I'm part of them, all of them in in the area. We don't want bad news in construction. We want to we want to solve these issues. We want to make sure there's a, a good experience for everybody. One of the things I know when working with you as well, and I know we've talked about on the show, is um, the the stuff that goes on before the remodel even begins, and those you know those those meetings and those contracts and those um, understanding timelines and those type of things. Um, that's there for a reason too. That, that for people who go, I just want to get started. I want to get this project moving. I want to get it underway. <laughs> That upfront stuff, as we're going to go, as we're going through this list, that upfront stuff can make once the the project does begin, make everybody a whole lot happier and make everything move a whole lot smoother. And that's why you guys do so much upfront. Yeah, um, you know that 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 whole process upfront is really important. I mean, the great pictures from the design side, the great pictures that you see on the website. That that is be, because we don't rush that upfront process. But during that time, we're figuring each other out. Uh, we're getting that contract written. That's kind of the end of the design phase. We're coming out of that with a firm number. Um, 
that we stick to um, come something or high water. So um, <laughs> now I'll tell you how I started and how I what I hear a lot now and even even and I know people are starting in the business now and doing this. They're not where we're at now. Obviously, we I wasn't either uh, when I started and it was very common and it still is to sign some kind of agreement to just get the job started. Um, probably don't even have a real firm number, got like a ballpark number that's always going to move up um, in the in this contract. And I understand that because when you're new to this or struggling, you need to get money moving. You need to mm-hmm. get something in the checkbook so you can get get going and order materials and and pay yourself. Um, it's a very dangerous situation. The law says, by the way, that I can't use the money from your job, Sean, to pay for this job over here. Like, it's really supposed to be, it gets into an unethical area. It's very hard to split all that up because nobody escrows on remodels. But um, my point is that that process, that contract, uh, if you ask the girls in our office now that write the contracts, um, to evaluate my contracts even <laughs> 10 years ago, they would laugh at you. Yeah. They'd say, uh, Mike didn't know what he's doing. I had a much simpler contract. Um, we just don't live in a world where that's a good mm-hmm. deal anymore. It's it's not good for a homeowner. It's not good for us. And everything that's in there now is in there for a reason. It, it details out the process. It's a reference point for both of us. And that goes back to and talking this morning with Mike Tuig of Edge Construction. And that goes back to the kind of how a lot of the stuff, it, it's reciprocal, is is obviously um, for the homeowner, it's important. But as, as a business owner and having workers on these job sites, it's important to you as well as to have the stuff up front. It really, it really eliminates questions, confusion, job site type of issues saying, for example, why aren't the guys here today? Well, we've got, uh, this is in our schedule, it's the day off, or um, who are these people that are at the house. I mean, it really does. It really does for the homeowner gives them a clear picture as well. Yeah, and um, that that I don't want to make it sound like we are perfect at this. Um, that that schedule thing over the last year and a half. I don't know what happened a year and a half ago, but something, something bad <laughs> uh, has just gotten tougher. You know, we're going to talk a little bit about supply chain, I'm sure, mm-hmm. and, and getting work done and and building in a little bit of extra time and things. It's just the whole process has gotten a little bit uh, more unpredictable, and and the best contractors are struggling. I'll guarantee you. I, t- I talk to them all the time. <clears throat> so, uh, but you still should have. You should have a track to run on. You should have a base schedule. Uh, so that when a homeowner, if, if you're on that side of it and you're going, wow, um, I understand being a, a couple days off. Uh, it seems like we're a couple weeks off. Um, that's a failure by a contractor. Contractors should be communicating this stuff as you go along. Hey, this is where we're struggling. This is going to change things. Um, try and make it as predictable as possible. Is is it appropriate for a homeowner to ask, as we talked to about how long you've been doing this type of work? Are you licensed to do this kind of work? I would I would assume that's probably definitely one you want to ask. Yeah, and, and by the way, that's public knowledge. You can go on the state's website and uh, pull up license numbers. Uh, we, I, I love telling this story. A few years ago, we had a homeowner uh, that uh, we did work for. I think it was the second time we did work for them. And they had gone online. My my license renews every two years. you got to do continuing education um, within two months of it expiring, okay? Uh, and then you got to go through this process to get, get the new card and things. And uh, they looked it up online and said, did the math and go, well, our, our contract's going to get signed somewhere in that 
two-month area, you know, am I sure he's going to redo his... I'm like, listen, I can't do the continuing <laughs> education. <laughs> I promise you it's going to get done. But they, they looked up my license and said, this is where, where the, the drop-dead date is, and they knew all about it. And, and a lot of that stuff is public knowledge, and I, I encourage people to... To look it up, to really get that, get that stuff, and that's and that's great to hear too. Is that is you know people are people are doing that too? Is making very important, educated decision, asking the questions too. It is, and that license, by the way, says at least you've made some effort mm-hmm. to to educate yourself. You got to do. It's not a ton. It's like twelve hours of continuing education. The courses, depending on what you pick, are are really not that not that uh, not that easy. Um, they're kind of open book tests. Thank goodness. <laughs> 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 because it is a it is a ton of information, mm-hmm. um, uh, four hundred pages usually of single space. You know, it's it's a lot of information, a lot of stuff to reference. It makes you revisit a lot of things. Uh, it's not just about that. You've got to prove to the state that you've got uh, a base level of insurance. Provide them with a. I know we're going to talk about a certificate of insurance. Uh, and actually, the the first time I ever heard that was when I applied for my license. They said. Uh, we need your certificate of insurance. And I was, I was like, what? What's that? <laughs> That's a long time ago, but still, um, you know, I, I, everybody's got to learn, right? Yeah. And they did this. Let's before I, we've got a we've got a break coming up here in just a minute. But I, since we touched on it, let's talk about that insurance question. And of course, the certificate of insurance as a homeowner. That's something you, you can ask for and should want to see. Yes. Um, so uh, first question is, of course, what have you got for insurance? And uh, that can be solved with a phone call. We, we call or email our people at the insurance companies. We say, send a cert over to, email a cert over to us. We'll get it to this person. Uh, we've had people that have asked to be um, named as, addi- as an, uh, additionally insured. It, it's like a, an, another, it's letting the insurance company know, okay, these people are on the radar. It's, it's not an extra cost for a contractor normally, but uh, we have on very big jobs uh, sometimes been asked to do, and for with a very very educated homeowner, asked to do uh, uh, an umbrella. Uh, they realize it's going to add to the cost of the remodel, but it adds another layer of uh, protection for that home and homeowner. Um, it's it doesn't come up very often. Our our base level of insurance is very good, partially because uh, we do a lot of work for the builders and their demands are high <clears throat> for insurance. So I, it's forced me to learn a lot more about <laughs> insurance than I ever wanted to know. But um, that certificate of insurance is going to let you let you see what that homeowner has uh, or what that contractor has for insurance. You base level is liability. That's what the state says you've got to have. And I don't remember what it is. I think it's a, a million dollars of liability insurance. Uh, we probably are more in the five million dollar range. I don't know what could happen. That'd be worth five mil. Hopefully, I never find out. Yeah. Uh, I think more importantly, you can see if that contractor is paying workman's comp on their people. Hmm. Uh, if they're not. If there's not a workman's comp portion of this, then everybody's considered a subcontractor. And I, I think I don't know if we have enough time in this segment to get into it. But it's, well, well, we can it's touch on it real quick. Okay. Now. Yeah, let's so, do that's um, a big one. Uh, the the if and, and there's another thing that a lot of people start off and they kind of sub everything. Now, if you listen to the show, you you know that we do our own drywall, tile, all the carpentry stuff. Um, we're an electrical contractor. Pretty much uh, um, the 
the things we sub out are plumbing and heating, maybe a little bit of flooring. We don't install carpet. Um, so the rest we do in-house, uh, mainly because it's not a liability thing. It's more of a, a pain in the butt thing. Like if you're relying on subs to do all your work right now, it's very tough. Um, so we just have more control and more predictable schedules and things. But uh, um, people that don't have the resources we've got, they sub things out. So then then they're usually sometimes not covered by workman's comp, which means if they get hurt on your job, believe it or not, you could you might have to share a little bit in that liability. It depends on how bad the injury is. So um, I've seen some nasty ones. So that that's something that I would want. Um, increasingly, the builders, they're ahead of this. They, we, have, we sign contracts with builders where they say everybody's got to be covered by workman's comp. Um, they're 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 making sure there's that layer of protection in between us and them and um, and injuries. So really important questions to be asking. Talking this morning with Mike Tuig, owner of Edge Construction. This is the Home Remodeling Show, brought to you by Edge Construction. The website edgeconstructioncompany.com. That's edgeconstructioncompany.com. Doubtful number. If you want to talk with Mike, thinking about doing some home remodeling, Mike and the team at Edge Construction would love to talk with you. Their telephone number six three six three three four three. That number is so easy to remember. It is six three six. Edge, E-D-G-E. We'll continue our conversation with Mike Tuig of Edge Construction. We will do that next here on 1310 WIBA. The Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction continues now on News Talk 1310. WIBA. The Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction. The website, edgeconstructioncompany.com. That's all one word, edgeconstructioncompany.com. Great website to learn more about Edge Construction. And of course, they're always updating it, so make sure you check back regularly, edgeconstructioncompany.com. Telephone number, 636-3343. That number, easy to remember, 636-EDG. E-D-G-E, I can spell. <laughs> Good job, Sometimes. Yeah, you know, get a gold star for the day. <laughs> so, talking this morning about uh, some of those questions you should be asking a contractor um, to avoid scams and other things, too. And sometimes it's just something that that is, as a homeowner, you just want to make sure. And as we've talked about things like insurance and um, licensing and those type of things, there's a lot invested into these, and and contractors, reputable contractors, love providing them. Just you know, it's showing that they, hey, this is what we're, this is what we've got. Part of why we've got these type of things. Um, we were talking that last time with two Mike about. Um, do you have a license for this? The other thing that that we kind of touched on is permits, and permitting is interesting because correct me if I'm wrong, homeowners can pull permits, can't they? Homeowners do not need a license. They can. They can do any of that. So they can do all. It still has to be inspected. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they've they've got to get inspected. But they can do their own electrical work. They can do their own plumbing, heating. They can do concrete work. They can frame things up. Um, it's a it's. There are some very capable homeowners. It's sometimes a license to kill. Yeah. <laughs> because, and an unethical contractor will say, hey, um, I'll do this, but I don't have a license. Can you pull the permit? Because if you don't have the license, you can't pull the permit. If you don't have the license, do you have the insurance? Uh, did you... Uh, did you do the education? Did you? Why don't you have a license? It's not that really that difficult to get. But um, homeowners can't pull the permit. From our side, if I'm going to pull a permit for, uh, I can pull permits for electrical or or building. So any of the construction side and th- that I, I we have the license for. If I didn't have the license, I couldn't pull those permits. Um, 
I recommend for homeowners, if they're having somebody work on their house, to never pull their own permit. Uh, I think it's a bad plan. If you force the contractor to, not force, they, sh- they should just be willing to do it, pull that, pull that permit, then uh, it's an added layer of responsibility that separates you from uh, the work. So you want that that contractor to be fully responsible to satisfy the inspection process and and deal with all that stuff and and i don't know what the implications are down the road uh let's say something skipped by the inspector and you didn't notice it because you're a homeowner right you didn't you know uh, it's not your job but if there's a failure at some point they look look back and go hey um who did this work? Whose name's on the line? You know, it's not that they can't go back in that contractor because it's not there. Uh, let's, let's talk about. We mentioned some of the things that are, are sometimes difficult for homeowners to ask. Some of these questions, just you know, asking for insurance, those type of things. Sometimes people have a hard time discussing that. Other area that people don't like, and we're taught this is never talk money. Is talk money as little <laughs> as possible. That's a vital part of a, of a remodeling project. And asking how much this is going to cost. That's a very important question. Except in construction, you should talk. <laughs> About money all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta you gotta talk about money right from the start. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not fun for us either. I a lot of times feel terrible when I have to give people the number, but you know it's an honest number. Um, that when I go out east for meetings, it, um, some of the national meetings are out there and take classes and things, and, uh, and contractors out there that I know they do the system called uh, Cost Plus where there's just no end in sight to this thing. It's kind of a general budget, but um, every week they submit the bills and how many hours they had, and there's just a multiplier, add, a, add some margin to it, things like that. You write a check, and it goes on uh, forever, like until the job's done. How, would you feel comfortable with that, John? Uh, no, I'm getting... I'm <laughs> I getting, see this look yeah. like on your face. <laughs> getting anxiety just thinking about such a concept. <laughs> I am also not made that way. Um, I think a lot of the bad news in construction that you, you see are where um, this price thing is a moving target, and uh, we all know some contractors make money on changes and maybe don't have everything picked out, so there's too many allowances, and that bleed over into the construction side, and then... Then it seems like everything you pick out is raising the cost of this remodel, and that's where you see those articles online saying uh, have have twenty percent in reserve, you know, for just in case. Uh, to me, that's a horrible plan. Like I, I I don't operate well that way. I like I like a firm goal in sight. I like a really I want all that design to happen up front. I want the products to get picked out up front uh, so that we know what we're doing, you know what you're getting, and we can hit that contract price uh, with a hammer. And with that, too, as we as we talk about, about money, uh, payment schedules, understanding what's due and when uh, is important for everybody, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, that also is something that... Um, comes up once in a while uh homeowners will say hey how much do i have to put down well if you're now when we sign a contract we're ordering cabinets flooring plumbing products um the all the electrical stuff we we usually have bought so we have that cost um our our contracts are a little more front-loaded than they would normally be once the supply chain gets back to normal where we don't have to put up so much money in front then then it's going to lower back down but I would say a healthy number is generally between 20 and 25% or 20 and 35% up front um, and then and then spread out payments with 10% at the end or something. Uh, that's what we do. 
I think that's a, a good plan. Now, to trust a contractor with 30% of your job up front, you got you got to know some of this other stuff, right? Yeah. You got to know their history. You, you want to make sure that if they've been around for 30 years and have absconded to Jamaica with 30% <laughs> of the money, you're going to see it. You're going yeah. to find that. It's going to be online. What about with uh, talking this morning with Mike Tuig, owner of Edge Construction, the website edgeconstructioncompany.com. That's edgeconstructioncompany.com. What about changes to to the kind of the scope of things or or those type of things? That that's something you want to talk about is how those type of things are handled, correct? Yeah, and that's laid out um, in our contract. It's laid out. I'm sure it's, it is in in most people's. Uh, if there's a change, if there's something extra, how's it going to handle? Uh, so we have a add up the cost, add a percentage. Um, we tend to not make money on changes. Um, a lot of times they're a loser for us. You can't put um, on there what you should. And it's it, it tends to be extra work that doesn't fit well into the schedule. So we're just not as a you're not no contractor is um, as efficient at a change and an addition. You might it might it might hold up the schedule on something else. Uh, you might be working on something, have to change gears and go do this change order, um, and you sort of lose that workflow. There's a lot of reasons why they're bad. I, I think they're especially bad for homeowners because. There are contractors, like I was mentioned before, that they make their their deal on changes um, uh, in a in a poorly designed upfront remodel. Um, there's going to be a lot of changes. You're gonna you're gonna be picking out. You're gonna go well. I'm gonna second guess my choices here. I might find some other things. Maybe I don't like the design. Um, that's why you take your time up front so you have less changes. Um, write that firm contract, and uh, then you're off to the races. We, we have quite a few changes, mainly on electrical, hmm. because I've noticed uh, when people have an electrician in their house, they just, <laughs> now they go, well, let's trade out some stuff. Let's, let's get, get some a, more. Yeah. You add a fan in here, and I hate this fixture, and things like that. And you never have too many outlets. I know we've <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> That's something that I, I believe that. What about, um, um, I, I remember like when we bought our house, one of the things that we started learning about is the term a liens. Is there a lien on the home you're looking to buy? And, uh, you know, working with a real estate agent that can find those type of things. But um, people owe money and sometimes there's put on the house. Um, is the question to ask is, will you get a, a lien waiver at the end of the project? Or what does that, does that come up in remodeling sometimes uh, or not? Occasionally. Really? Okay. Um, I think. I think if you um, if your contractor doesn't have much of a, a record, like you can't, you don't know a lot about them. I think lien waivers are more important. Um, we encourage people to. I don't know if anybody ever does, but um, once in a while, is hey, if you want to talk to some of the people that we that supply us, mm -hmm. I'm happy to ask them what it's like to do business with us. Do you pay your bills? Things like that. Um, homeowners don't often realize that. If you're using a contractor and you give them money to buy things and they don't pay the bill, even though you paid in your mind you paid for it, you still you're still liable for that bill. So what a lien waiver says, uh, that supplier will sign a lien waiver to to you to your to your property basically, saying I, whatever products that came there are paid for, and so it's not a bad idea. Um, if when we work for builders, believe me, we sign lien waivers. We sign 
50 a week. I mean, it's it's on everything. And so uh, they're careful. Maybe maybe homeowners should be a little more careful with that also. <laughs> and that's, that's something yeah, I don't think we've ever, I don't think it's ever come up. But that's a really interesting aspect of all this. What about, too, as, as we kind of explore some of the areas that uh, questions should be asked? Um, obviously, your house becomes a work site when construction begins. And there's, there's things that need to be known before any of that stuff happens. Um, asking things like, who's going to be here? How long are they going to be here? What's this project look like? Are there better days if we have a, an opportunity to maybe get out of town for a couple of days? Are there, are there better days you foresee? I mean, these are good questions to be asking. All that. They? And, you know, some people don't, like you, Sean, don't get up to like nine in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's <pretty> nice. <laughs> like two in the morning. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, we have people at work, um, work different shifts, and sometimes they don't. You know, boy, it's, can you start at after eight? Boy, we, we really like to know that ahead of time because... We can rearrange a little bit. Starting at nine, that that'd be tough. I mean, construction people like to get going in the morning, but um, yeah, they, I think that's a fair question. Or or sometimes someone will say, you know what, um, I need I need to stay with nobody in here. Uh, can we schedule that in? Yeah, it's no problem. Um, we've had homeowners that'll give us a list of days that they don't want to work on their house uh, at contract time. I'm like, wow, I how are you this organized? Yeah, that's amazing. That's great. <laughs> um, all that stuff. Uh, one one thing about pulling uh, all that work in house, like I mentioned, uh, for us and not having so many subs is we know exactly who's going to be doing that work because they work for us. Uh, they're vetted. They're people that make it to our remodel side are exactly the kind of people that you would want working on your house. Uh, they'll pro- a lot of times leave it cleaner than than they found it. <laughs> I mean, uh, I joke about our guys shop back in driveways, but I have seen them do that. Uh, they they make every effort. We know this is a tough process. We're trying to make it better. Um, I think that's another thing you can group in with there. How are you going to deal with dust? How are you going to deal with protecting the areas that are 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 not under construction? Can we kind of separate this? Um, Will we have access to those construction areas during the process? Of course you will. It's just, we just it's going to be a little different. Um, all that thing, all that stuff needs to be talked about. Um, and I, I tell homeowners all the time, okay, if there's an issue, please don't let it fester. If, if then I mean, you know, uh, who knows why they're doing it? It might be some dumb reason, or maybe they're just trying to get it done, um, and, and uh, they can help you out with that stuff. With, and one of the things too that that before I forget is as we're talking about, uh, you mentioned how how your guys work on keeping everything clean. Talking about what's going to happen with uh, whether it's the the demolition or even just you know when your building cuts are made, there's going to be scrap pieces. How are they handled? Dumpster is it going to be on site? Those type of questions are are important to ask up front. I think it really is a good question. Those are all good questions. Um, <clears throat> nothing irritates me more than when I see um, other contractors leave a big dumpster sitting in somebody's front yard for two months. I got. I first of all, I don't know how they can afford to. They really charge for that now. But I think it's kind of tacky. I mean, that demo process usually, even on big jobs for us, doesn't last more than a week. And we're we're trying to get really be efficient at that upfront process where we're making most of the mess and most of the most of the junk that's coming out of there is going to that dumpster and getting gone. And a lot of times we got dumpsters that are gone the same day that we bring them because we're, and then we haul, we use cans and bring stuff back for the small stuff. And that's generally for the rest of the job. We might roll in with a dump trailer and and take out some things once in a while, but um, 
generally I don't want to I don't want your neighbors mad at you I don't want you mad at us uh, or them mad at us either we're trying to leave a good impression for everybody all that stuff should be talked about because um, I, I would venture to say that most contractors a lot of contractors anyways uh, aren't really thinking about it they're going mm-hmm. you know what I got to get this job done um, you have to accommodate me kind of thing and uh, trash and <laughs> it's not a sexy uh, subject but Let's talk about dust and trash only, you know? But it should be it should get talked about. It's important. And also, real quick, uh, before we go to break, uh, bathroom usage as well. It's, yes. Again, nobody wants to talk about it, but it is an important thing to to think about. Yes. Um, our our people are trained that uh, they can usually drive to somewhere, drive to the gas station. We I don't like leaving uh, unless we're building a new house. That might be different. Um, I don't like leaving. Porta potties in somebody's front yard. Well, most of the time you can't, anyways. Everybody's got deed restrictions, and uh, I really don't like our guys going into an area that's not under construction or using a homeowner's bathroom. Um, we've had such nice homeowners that are like, "No, just do it." And our guys, I hope most of the time, at least they're doing. It. I'm there saying, "Nope, I can drive to the corner and, and take care of it." So. Um, I've actually had had homeowners call me that were using different contracts, but listen to the show, saying, "Is this okay? Should they be in my master bath?" Like, no, no, they shouldn't. That's uh, no, don't let them do that. <laughs> Tell them no. Something, yeah. Also, something you can ask as well up front is how that's how that's going to be handled. Talking this morning with Mike Tuig, owner at Edge Construction. We'll talk about the importance of having that firm target. We'll also talk a little bit about supply chain stuff. We will do that next. The Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction continues right here. 1310 WIBA. The Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction continues now on News Talk 1310 WIBA. This is the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction right here on 1310 WIBA. The website edgeconstructioncompany.com. That's edgeconstructioncompany.com. Telephone number 636-3343. That number is so easy to remember. 636-EDGE. Talking this morning with Mike about some of the important questions to be asking a contractor uh, before you hire them, just kind of understanding how things work and things to look out for um, to protect yourself and, of course, to uh, protect the contractor as well. And, Mike, I know one of the important things for you is that having that contract and understanding when the work will be complete, completed. And for a homeowner, that's important as well is to know that, that while the stuff is going on, there is an end in sight, isn't there? There is. Uh, so, just as a... Uh, I, don't, I don't know too many remodelers that... I don't think I know any that will say that are going to give you a firm date. I mean, remodeling mm-hmm. is just a lot less predictable than building a new house. Yeah. Um, there's only one builder I know that gives a, a guaranteed closing date, and um, and they're really good at it, but most don't also. Uh, so on the remodeling side, we, we give a number of days. So mm-hmm. if I say on the contract... Um, we're signing a contract for 75 days. It's it's a it's a target. It's not a guarantee. All right. If I say 75 days, by the way, our schedule is probably 55 or 60. You know, because I know we got to. You can't shoot for 75. You will fail every time. <laughs> so I want to I want to make the the date most of the time. I mm-hmm. realize that it may not always be possible. Um, there's also a, num- a, a thing called substantial completion, which you're going to see in a lot of contracts. What this means is, is the job is done. It can be used. The space can be used for its intended purpose. There might be a couple little things that we're waiting on. Maybe something came in damaged. That doesn't mean the job's not done. Okay, so just to give you some contract uh, mumbo jumbo, <laughs> but. Um, 
I, the classes I've taken, by the way, um, I was surprised uh, a few years ago. I took a, a class on contracts, and they said, you know, a contract's not really a contract unless it has some idea of how long it's going to take. Um, realizing that it's not a guarantee. So if and what they how they explained it, and I've heard it several times since, is okay. Say you're 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 at 80 days. That is not actionable. You you meaning you. It's not a very good lawsuit to say, well, you missed it by five days, so it's going to cost you. Um, even a even a, a hundred days, probably probably still a somewhat reasonable amount of time. I, it's not really, but it is. Um, now, if it takes three hundred days and you said something, now you're in trouble. You know, you're in trouble. That's that's a bad plan. Um, so it gives a homeowner some leg to stand on is, is basically, and it should be in a contract. What about and and I you know you can't turn on the radio or the TV without hearing about supply chain things. Anyone that's looked to go buy a new car or something like that, they've seen this. Yeah. Um, is, does that affect any of this, or how does that how does that work when it comes to working with a contractor? Very much so. Um, we are. If you knew what went on behind the scenes now to marshal <laughs> up the materials that we need to finish remodels, uh, it's just a dance with the devil. It's it's very tough. Um, we're the minute that contract gets signed, we're already trying to secure things, and and we live in this world where um, I don't know if you still do, but I, I, you get stuff pretty quick from Amazon, right? Like, yeah. I, but it's it's not like it was, no, right? right? I used to get stuff the next day. Now it might be next week. Uh, well, they're big and powerful, and we're not. You know, we 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 de- we're at the end of the supply chain, just like you guys, and so we've got to we've got to deal with those supply chain issues all the time. So uh, when it doesn't quite work out, it's usually not for lack of effort. Now, I. I have a, a team working on this stuff, and we're we're constantly talking about it, working on it, and I I, I don't know how we do it without them because um, it's very tough right now. It's interesting too as we as we kind of go through this stuff and um, the importance of asking these questions up front. There are obviously um, a lot of important things to talk with your contractor about. Get to know your contractor. You mentioned Aaron Mike mentioned earlier on the show as well. Personality is important as well, and make sure it's somebody that you trust, somebody that you know, somebody that you jive with. You can learn more about Edge Construction. The website edgeconstructioncompany.com or pick up the phone and give them a call. Telephone number 636-3343. That number 636-EDGE. And of course, Edge Construction brings you the Home Remodeling Show here on 1310 WIBA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You you can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.